All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we have special guest Darren Conroy with us. He is the CEO and founder of Aesthetics, which is a custom weightlifting belt company. We're going to have a great conversation regarding competitions. Um, he's done 16 bodybuilding shows thus far and recently won his pro car. We're also going to go into detail about his business. And this is going to be an interesting episode. This isn't specific to the keto diet, so if that's not something for you, then skip to the next one. If it is, we're really going to be going into the weeds of business, which is one of my other great passions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Darren Conroy. What's up, everybody? This is Robert Sykes with the Keto Savage Podcast. We have special guest Darren Conroy, Conroy on the line here today talking about aesthetics. How's it going, Darren? It's going well, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for people that do not know, kind of give us a brief overview of who you are and, and what you're doing now. Sure. So um, yeah, just to kind of give you a brief start, uh, I'm the owner, founder, and CEO of Aesthetics as a head uh, we started this about about two years ago. Um, so we have a website where you can actually go online and uh, customize your own weightlifting belt, uh, whether it's a you know a nickname or your last name or a quote or a company logo, pretty much whatever you want. Um, you know we've we've kind of brought that to uh, fruition uh, to where you can essentially represent you know. I guess what drives you, what motivates you, or your business, you know, on the on a fairly new canvas. And uh, now it's been great. I mean, the last two years have been extremely busy for us. On you know, on a global scale, we've got just over a thousand belts uh, worldwide right now. And, and you know, to me, obviously, that's just the tip of the iceberg. We're hopefully just getting started, um, but it's been gaining a lot of traction on social media been gaining a lot of traction just about everywhere to be honest with you uh, but you know aside from that um i've done uh 16 bodybuilding competitions uh, i've been uh actually just acquired my pro card in the nga for bodybuilding this year and uh, i'm gonna cruise into my first classic physique competition the npc next year so currently training for that so that keeps me sane uh business keeps me busy and uh lifting keeps me uh balanced oh yeah man lifting is meditation for sure absolutely so what is uh can you go into detail about the nga i'm not familiar with there's so many federations now what's uh sure what's the nga exactly so i'm in boise idaho and uh yeah the nga is the national gym association um you know they're very uh i would say it's it's along the lines of like the the nanbf or the ifpa um they're they're very very strict as far as you know drug usage uh you know every show that i've ever competed in uh they do, you know, random UAs just like anybody, but they also enforce a polygraph test, which is, uh, which is good. I mean, it, you know, it definitely keeps the, the playing field fairly even. And, um, you know, it, it's now on the, on the downside, you know, the NGA is, uh, in my opinion, it's kind of like the, I guess the precursor to the NANBF or the IFPA, I, I, you know, just by looking at a lot of the athletes, I think that, you know, once you kind of get a card in the NGA, then that, you know, might be the next step. Uh, it's, um, but they're, I mean, they're nationwide. Uh, I know the NGA nationals are in Florida. 
and you know they, they really work the the east coast there's a there's a lot of traction within the nga out there but i don't believe they have any nga shows uh, in washington or oregon so i think idaho would be probably i know idaho utah is uh, pretty much it for the for the northwest yeah i, I compete in the or at least having the wnbf which is pretty prominent in the in washington and california um mm-hmm. but nga i mean I've heard, I've heard good things about nga as well and then ifpa is pretty well known um yeah i mean I, you know the what the one thing that i like you know as an athlete about the nga is they uh they, they really take their time with each class and you know they can there's less competitors you know you go to an npc show and you know, you have tons and tons of competitors, but with the NGA, um, you know, one thing that I've really kind of prided myself, you know, within bodybuilding is, uh, you know, conditioning, but, uh, just having endurance on stage and, you know, you can come up on stage with a world-class physique, but if your, uh, endurance isn't where it needs to be, you know, if they, if they turn you, you know, four or five times, you know, you're eventually going to run out of steam and they want to see, who is, uh, you know, who brought the best package, you know, in, in every category, whether it's just presentation, posing, or, you know, like I said, endurance is kind of that X factor. And right. I think I've won a couple of shows as a result. You know, there, there's guys that started out with a better package than myself, but, you know, over the course of going through all the quarter turns, they've, they kind of lost their steam and maybe pumped up a little too much backstage to where they, they, you know, by the time the show was over, their package was a little bit different. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. It is refreshing to have a competition where the the classes last much longer, as opposed to, you know, I've been to some of the NPC shows and you're up there for like two minutes, it seems, and they they get you out, you know. Yeah. But yep. that's good. I mean, you put in all that work all those years, and it's nice to be able to showcase it for a little bit longer than you know, a couple of poses. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize you've done sixteen shows. That's that's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's. It took me a little while to get that pro card. I, you know, I, I kind of told myself that I would uh, pursue the NGA card before I pursued any other, um, you know, I guess any other association or, or any other show for that matter. And um, yeah, it, you know, took me a couple of years to finally batten it down, but we got it. That's awesome, man. What uh, was there like any significant change uh, in your persona or your way of thinking about it after winning that pro card, or is it just a just a card to you, or? What, what's it symbolize? Uh, no, you know, it's, uh, you know, for me, yeah, you know, everybody's got a story. You know, I was, uh, I was the tall skinny kid growing up, you know, I mean, in high school playing basketball, I was, I'm six, three and, you know, I was, I was walking around about 140 pounds back then. It was, it was awful. I mean, I didn't, uh, you know, my, my high school days, I wasn't proud of them, you know, from a visual standpoint and, uh, you know, I had plenty of insecurities just like everybody and, you know, I, I felt it as even maybe more so than the next person. But uh, as far as um, you know, getting the card, it was it was huge. You know, because that, that's something that an accomplishment that I really never thought that I would uh, that I would achieve. But as far as the I guess the evolution as of a as a competitor, um, you know, once I won a first my first couple of shows, you know, I would win the you know, my class pretty handedly and then usually get beaten the overall by, by a middleweight or a light heavyweight. And I always competed heavyweight. And, um, I, I went through a phase maybe kind of in the, you know, during the early stages leading up to maybe show nine or 10 to where I expected to win. 
and when I didn't, you know, I was obviously, you know, <laughs> very disappointed as a, as a competitor or just as an athlete in general. I mean, we, you know, it, it's a, I don't go up there to, to necessarily have a good time, although, you know, you're supposed to have fun, but it's, right. it's always nice to be the last man standing. Um, so having said that, I was, uh, I had to teach myself to, you know, that, that this is something that is completely out of my control that, you know, I'm at the mercy of the judges and it's on me to bring the best package that I have to the stage. And um, these last few years, I focused mainly on just conditioning alone. Um, you know, I, I'm 36 years old, so the the muscle maturity is, you know, it's there. And uh, so now it's just, you know, a matter of just getting as, as lean as I can. And this last go around, I, I really ultimately went up to the stage with, with no expectations. I said, you know, I'm going to go have some fun, give it my best shot and let the cards fall where they may. And I think having, you know, having that mindset, maybe that's kind of the way the, you know, the world works is, uh, things usually happen when, when you don't have those, those expectations. And, uh, right. you know, my ethic really didn't change leading up to that. I, I trained just as hard as, as I would normally train. And, um, you know, it just happened. I was lucky enough that it was my day. No, that's awesome, man. I mean, it's really cool to see the progression, you know, over 16 shows from where you started to where you, you end up, you know, with a pro card and like, just sure. nobody can understand that feeling unless they've done it before themselves. Cause I mean, bodybuilding is such a mental sport, much more so than physical. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's life changing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it definitely requires you to be a, uh, you know, I mean, it, it put me in a different, uh, whole different mindset. You know, I say on and off the field, you know, it's, uh, I'm obviously able to transition a lot of what I've learned or what I've taught myself in bodybuilding, you know, into, into business as well. And, um, like you said, it's, it's a mental, it's a mental game, you know, a lot of, a lot of obstacles and it's just overcoming those obstacles. Right. I think, you know. uh, I, I get frustrated sometimes because I'm not a very patient person naturally. Yeah. But then I look at you know my bodybuilding career, I guess, and I've been lifting and competing. Uh, my first show was 2012, but I've been lifting for I guess seven, eight years now, and Good. that's that's a long time. And it only, I mean, you keep going at it, and then I like turn to business and like all the hard work and the discipline and dedication carries over. But I just expect. Like part of me just wants to see success overnight with business, but then I like, well, hold on, let's take a look at bodybuilding, and it's like that doesn't happen overnight. And the same thing no. carries through with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I now we say, you know, you get what you give. You know, there's then, yeah, there is no. It, it's uh, it's it's definitely a progression, and you know, with uh, you know, with with bodybuilding, you know, especially, you know, as well. I don't even care if you're if you if you're natural or not natural. I mean, every every stage is going to have different requirements and, you know, even more so now, um, even in the, if you were to look into like the IFBB or even a lot of your NPC shows, they're, uh, they're going after a slightly different look, um, to where, you know, the guys really have to be a lot more symmetric in my opinion. Um, they're looking for that smaller waist. Um, I guess case in point, you really just can't, you know, get on a bunch of gear and then, and, and have success from that. And again, that right. is kind of, you know, in a lot of cases, that's the, 
you know, the, the, the quick, you know, I guess the quick fix, but even more so now, I, I kind of like the way the sport is evolving on, on all levels, natural and unnatural, you know, it's, uh, they're going after more of a, of a cleaner, um, I don't know, just more to me, a more visually appealing look. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see how the uh, classic physique category comes into play. You know, that's that's only been around for this is the second year, I believe. Yes. So yep. I've actually considered doing that because the posing is pretty similar to bodybuilding. You have your classic pose, but I mean, the the mandatory poses are all carry over pretty pretty much identically. So yeah, I might give I that a shot. I think they took out the the what the most muscular pose. I think is the only one that they removed. They just swapped that out for the classic pose, right? Yep, yep. So nice. yeah, that's the, the the next show that I'm going to do is going to be a classic physique show in the. Um, it's going to be in June of next year. June and yeah, it should be fun. I mean, I think you know with the classic again, you know, as far as tweaking your mindset a little bit, you know, you don't want to, I, you know, and I'm sure you share this the same the same mindset when you're bodybuilding is uh you know you want to come in just absolutely peeled to the bone yeah and with classic physique it's i'm gonna have to kind of force myself to i guess soften up a little bit i mean it's it's that weird you know yeah and i don't know i think it's really like ideally that's what they should be judged on you should have a yeah. different look for each class but since it's sure. so new i think some of the judges don't even know exactly how they should be going about it because you know when you have somebody win like i went to a show this past uh couple weeks ago and and the same competitor won i think the physique the classic and the bodybuilding you know so uh i don't know i mean some like outliers like that kind of make you take a second look at it yeah and i think that you know when when you when you have a guy that just comes in there and he is just detailed you know as far as his conditioning's on point i agree with you i think it's really hard for the judges to ignore that on on any level whether it's physique classic or bodybuilding um you know it, it's uh, i've always been an advocate for you know less is more you know if if you get striations all over the place and you know you're you're dialed into the t you know, you're, you're going to pop. I mean, people are going to notice you. And, um, you know, in, in my last show, that was kind of, you know, I, I had a, there was a pro bodybuilder backstage that, that I have a lot of respect for and I've known him for years. And he came up to me when I was, I was just pumping up and, you know, this is probably the most conditioned I've ever been. And, uh, he just straight up told me, he said, Hey man, he goes, no one in here is going to beat you. He's like, you're, you're peeled to the bone and you, you got the best package bar none and you know that was that's quite a compliment that, oh it was great you know and i mean you know coming from somebody that isn't gonna fabricate anything or sugarcoat it i was like i, I liked my odds at that point and uh no i so i agree with you and i mean i i think even as as far as you know my my preparation goes for this coming year it, it's gonna be you know i think i'll probably still end up coming trying to get pretty shredded for this show yeah no i think i think that's key because i mean a lot of people come in soft you know and, and to be able to if you're up on a stage with 10 other guys and then you're just you know just shredded beyond belief then all the judges eyes go to you whether they're looking for a different look or not i mean they're gonna have to be forced to look at you sure so, um, i think that's that's key for sure and so many people they just I don't know if they just don't get themselves enough time or they're they're not on point with their diet. And a lot of it too is the more shows you do, the easier it is for your body to get to that level yep. of, you know, conditioning. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, a lot of times I, um, 
and, and you know, I've, I've never had a coach, uh, and, and I'm not above having a coach. I think, you know, every, you know, obviously I see the benefits of having one, but I think a, a lot of times, and this is just my, my personal opinion on, on that is that, you know, like you say, when people come in, maybe not, not as ready as they should be, maybe they're, you know, four or five weeks out of where they need to be. Um, you know, I think it's really important that you find the right coach and, you know, not somebody that's just, you know, trying to make money off of you. I mean, if, if, if I were a coach and, you know, my client is still three, four weeks out, you know, I would, uh, you know, I would encourage that person to, to maybe reconsider doing the show. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know there's, you know, it's not as easy as that, but, um, yeah, no, I've seen a lot of competitors go out there and, you know, I'll see that they, they have coaches and they, you know, they still show up, but maybe not where they need to be. And, you know, you're, you're paying for that extra set of eyes. And yeah. I think that's, it's crucial to, for that person to be brutally honest with you, you know, for better, or for worse. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. There's, there's a lot of coaches out there that have kind of, uh, become coaches just to, to make a buck. And it's, it's sad. It's unfortunate. Cause I mean, for the competitor, they put so much time and effort into that day. You know, yeah. you want all things to be, uh, you know, worth it to them. Um, yeah. So it, it's an interesting, interesting scenario for sure. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I, I've I've done my first show was done without a coach, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot. I think I probably I'm very grateful to not have had a coach that first show because it forced me to learn as much as I did. Sure. Uh, I opted to have one for my second show simply because I wanted a second pair of eyes. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it takes such a load off if you have a good set of eyes to say, okay, you're you're coming in sharp, you're looking good, yeah. or just reevaluate. Because when you're dieting down in a deficit. I mean, your 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 brain is gone <laughs> to a degree. Oh, you can't. Yep, you're on autopilot. I agree. Yeah. So, so well, from the pictures I've seen, man, you've you've always showed well. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I, I, I'm gonna try something totally different with this this next one. So nice. I'll either. Uh, I mean, hopefully the goal is to come in sharper than ever before. Obviously, but I'm either really smart for trying to do keto or really really dumb <laughs> one or the other. You know. You know, but you find what works for you, and you know, I, I think that it's uh, you know, your 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 body will uh, your body will tell you. You know, I mean, it's uh, and, and you know, ultimately the the. the whatever you showcase on stage will be a result of, you know, whatever, whatever path you're choosing, you know, training wise, diet wise. And I mean, you know, the one thing you definitely, you know, you, you got, you got great wheels and then they always say legs win shows, man. <laughs> so. I, I appreciate that. I've, I've always had small legs and man, this, this past year and a half, I've just, I fit legs twice a week, every week, just to, just to try and bring those up, but uh, that that means a lot, man. Because I've always considered myself as having chicken legs, you know. No, yeah, I get it. I've been <laughs> <in that. laughs> yeah, it's kind of harder for the taller guys, such as yourself. You know, it's that's kind of one of the there's such long muscle bellies, you know. Yep, it's it's hard. You know, for me, it's that that window. You know, when you you know kind of you know you pump up backstage, you fill up. You know, for me, yeah, trying to find that balance. Uh, yeah, you know that that window only lasts so long, and, and typically, you know, like I said, it's it's kind of you know if I go around for you know if they spin us around three or four times, um, I've had shows where I'll continue to fill up as I go as as we're going through progressions on stage, and then I've I've had times where, you know, I pumped up too much backstage, and then I you know I just kind of peter out. Yeah. And, you know, just finding that timing, it's always, uh, you know, it's always going to change. I mean, our body's changing all the time, but, um, no, man, it's uh, the, the best thing that, 
the judges could have told me after this last show is they said uh you've been you've been training your legs <laughs> that's awesome man it's, yeah. it's good to hear that that feedback from people that that you respect and know that they know what they're looking for you know definitely you know and i mean for me and call this you know what it may i guess we all have a slightly different approach towards you know fellow competitors but um you know on a, on a local scene you know, I, uh, you know, people know each, everybody, especially in Boise. Boise is a small place, but, you know, I always keep myself, I definitely always keep my legs covered up. I, I want my competitors to think that I have small legs. I want them to think that that's, you know, and then, you know, ultimately, you know, we, we can, you know, let the cards fall where they may on stage that day. But, um, you know, I try to keep things covered up and just focus on my own, you know, on, on everything that I'm doing. And, you know, the, the one thing that's always gotten me through is if I'm backstage pumping up and I see a better, what I think is a better physique than what I have, I will, I'll convince myself that somewhere along the lines, that person's going to make a mistake. Maybe they don't, yeah. maybe they didn't practice their posing as much as they should. So, and that, I guess that's kind of the, you know, for, for everyone listening in, that's, uh, I'll, I'll never let myself get intimidated by anybody backstage because you could see an A plus physique. And if they don't know how to pose, they don't know how to showcase it. It's gonna immediately going to be a, a probably a C plus. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep. There's there's so much. I mean, on like you spend you know a year training. You spend you know four months, six months prepping. When show day comes, your only thing to do is is be the best that you can be. And you yep. can't really. I mean, there's no point in psyching yourself out based on another competitor. <laughs> I mean, obviously you look at everybody else, but I mean, like when I'm backstage, what's worked well for me is all. I'll bring a space heater. I'll prop my legs up. I'll wrap myself in a blanket and I'll listen to like meditation music, man. I'm like in a, I'm in a zone. I can't let myself be distracted by other competitors. No, no, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, I think it's, it's good. And I mean, you, you'll probably agree to, I mean, every time when I'm training leading up to a show, I'll always train for that one guy, whoever he is, because there's always going to be one. Um, I mean, in some cases there probably, there might be more than one, but you know, you, you'll, you know, I've never coasted through any shows and, uh, you know, it's, it's imperative that, you know, you know, leading up for me is that in the back of my mind, I know there's, you know, just kind of even going back to the old pumping iron when Arnold and Lou, you know, you know, they were training for each other and, you know, they're motivated by knowing that they were going to meet down there. And, um, you know, it, it, every show that I've ever done, there's always been one guy that walked through the door, and I was like, "Okay, well, he's uh, he's gonna make a mistake somewhere along the way, but he looks right. pretty." <laughs> and that, that's cool, man. That just lights another fire underneath you, man. Yep. And it's it's good to have that competitive spirit, but it's also good to you know have a really good camaraderie with yeah. that competitor. I mean, whether you win or lose, you know, to be able to like walk up to him backstage and congratulate him and just be a friend. That's uh, that's that's what it's all about, right there. No, definitely, most definitely. So to transition a little bit from the the competition scene, I really want to just go into the weeds with you on business, and you know, like we talked about before, this this might resonate really well with some listeners, or they might just want to listen to the uh, competitive scene. But I, like, I'd love to just really go into the weeds with you about about the business you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. So aesthetics, how do you spell that? I don't know how to spell, but for the listeners, like if they wanted to find your website. Oh no, man! It's uh, I I totally no. You're fine. I actually, I actually, I, I shouldn't be saying this. I I accidentally misspelled it at the bank the other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll gladly. Uh, so it's 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 a e s t h r e a d i c s. 
And where so, did the motivation behind that name come from? Oh man. Okay. Well, let's 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 dig that hole even deeper here. <laughs> um, truth be told, I'm I'm a, I'm a terrible liar, so I might as well just shoot you straight. Uh, I had a um, I was in a relationship, you know, many moons ago, and. So I, I have a I have a really big king size bed that I love. I mean, it's you know, I can sprawl out. You know, I'm a big guy. It's great. Well, the, the relationship that I was in, uh, I'd get kind of guilt tripped every now and then into having to go over to her place, and she had this tiny little bed, and I hated sleeping in it because I couldn't uh, I could never sleep. You know, it was just it was too small, right? So this one night, I yeah, I went over there, and you know, obviously I felt it was my it was my civic duty if you will uh and i was just laying in bed as i knew i would be and uh that's kind of when the wheels started spinning you know i started thinking and you know obviously i knew that i uh i liked weight belts i like you know i've been you know obviously lifting forever and uh i wanted a a, a weight belt of my own with my name on it and so you know like i said all those kind of creative juices were flowing as i was laying in bed wide awake and uh, yeah, I, the the name I, you know, everything is based on aesthetics now, and so I was like, okay, aesthetics, and I was like, well, you know, weight belts are stitched together with thread, so I was like, well, aesthetics—that's kind of cool, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, it just kind of just kind of hit me, and um, I mean, the next morning I woke up. I actually went on. I, I bought the domain name. I you know I started finalizing everything. I was writing out you know different designs as to how I think I might like the the look to be. Um, yeah, it all just kind of fell into place, and I mean, I didn't I didn't skip a beat. I mean, right right then and there that next day, I was in her kitchen sitting at her table, you know, writing all that up. That's and, awesome, man. Yeah, so in in a sense, I guess I kind of partially have her to thank for <laughs> for, uh, for for the, the little you know piece of success that we've had so far. But very you know. cool. It's I'm really interested in like the startup stories because I mean, I don't know you're in the trenches and you're just getting started. It's cool to see where people are coming from. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's you know I mean it's uh I I guess the, the one thing that I've always liked and it's taken us a long time to to iron out you know products and getting the the treatment of the leather right and getting you know getting all the everything from front to back uh you know taken care of but i mean the one you know promise that i always made to myself is that i wouldn't carry or i wouldn't sell anything that i wouldn't use myself right uh, so i mean you know and that's i you know ultimately that's six seven years of bodybuilding talking and uh you know i mean i, I beat the hell out of my belt every day yep and uh, so, so I'll, I want to have a product that's obviously very, uh, you know, that can endure many, many, you know, crude, you know, nasty leg days. And, um, you know, I, I want to continue to be more and more, you know, dynamic with, with what we come out. But the main thing for me is, uh, you know, it, it's not it's not selling a product. It's, uh, you know, I'm I'm a guy that's on the grind just as much as the next person in the gym. And I, I want this to be you know, an athlete's company. I mean, it's kind of the whole, you know, more of a movement. I know people kind of use that word all the time, but, uh, you know, I, I want this to be more than just a company. Like, okay, I have a product. I'm going to sell you a product. You know, I, I try to make an effort to, 
uh, get in touch with people that have bought belts, you know, that, that are competing and, and find out, you know, what their, you know, what their competition lifestyle looks like. And, you know, if I can call somebody for 10 minutes and we can talk about lifting weights, you know, it, it makes my day. So, right. you know, it's, it's a win-win for me because they're, you know, hopefully they're, uh, they're, they're impressed with the fact that they get to kind of be a part of something. And, um, you know, for me, it's, it's honor because not only do they, they buy a product from our company, but, you know, they're, they're kind of now a part of that movement or that family. No, having that brand and like, I associate movement with like a brand and Mm -hmm. brand being much deeper than just a, a logo on a piece of paper, but like just the lifestyle and the, like when you think of aesthetics, you know, what do you think of? And, uh, it's cool, man. It's it's hard to build that brand. Yeah. It's hard to like make it more than just a, a logo on a piece of paper. Sure. But it's so worth it. Like when you have something in business that you're so passionate in and believe in it so much, you're able to have the energy and the the drive to keep digging, keep pushing. Where I, mean, I know I know so many people that have started businesses, and I'm guilty of this in the past. I've started businesses that I just I wanted. My motivation was just simply the dollar. Yeah, and I wouldn't have the stick to itness to follow through and make it a success because I didn't believe it. Like you have to ask yourself if you would do this for free, right? And if the answer is yes, then you have a potential business model there. Sure, no, absolutely. And I mean, you know, we we started out. You know, my uh, my first run of belts that I did, I was uh, you know, I, I kind of put together um, like fifteen people that that I knew, and I was like, hey, this is what I'm working on. You know, these are all prototypes that I'm going to be making, and all these people were on board with what we were what we were doing. And you know, the cool thing is they they turned out to be kind of a you know, I mean, it turned out to be a success. You know, the the belts I still see a lot of those. I call them the first generation belts. I still see them. Uh, actually, at the gym yesterday, I saw one of my buddies that, that, that had one. <laughs> Sorry about that alarm. <laughs> You're good, but uh, yeah, man, I um, you know, it, it, so I guess having uh, you know, call it a stroke of luck, if you will, but you know, we really haven't had to do a lot of um, you know, go back to the drawing board very much, and so now, now that we have something, you know, a kind of a base model, it's more or less an opportunity to continue to modify it to people's liking right. and uh, just, you know, we're, we're always kind of looking for the next, the next thing. And, um, you know, to, to have people get on board that, that have so far, I mean, it's, it's humbling. I mean, for me to, to send a belt to CT Fletcher, you know, was, uh, it was a very humbling moment for me. Oh yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's just, uh, did he just yeah. contact you and say, this is what I want or, I was actually his, uh, so here, this is, this is even better. Um, his nephew reached out to me and this is before we even got CT a belt. Uh, so he, he reached out to me, he's down in Long Beach and, uh, he sent us an email and he said, Hey, he goes, you know, I, I'd like to customize a belt. I have a team of athletes and, you know, we've since been working with several of them. And he said, my, uh, my uncle referred me to you guys. And I was, you know, at the time, obviously I didn't know who his uncle was. And I said, Oh, cool, man. I was like, well, I go, who's your uncle? And he's like, you may have heard of him as C.T. Fletcher. I was like, oh, man. I was like, who hasn't heard of him? You know? <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. I said, hey, man. I go, make sure you thank your uncle for, uh, you know, for getting us, you know, getting send, sending you our way. And, you know, we, we took good care of him. And, yeah, kind of kind of opened that door. And, you know, we were able to start kind of building that relationship. And it's uh, – 
yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, it's, you know, unfortunately you know, he doesn't use a belt very much, but, uh, <laughs> I, I was more, you know, I figured it might be something he could hang up there in the iron addicts gym in his office or something. And yeah, but, uh, no, I mean, that's a cool story, man. I saw that you had a one from Jeff C the other day too. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's been, you know, we, we definitely nailed his belt and, um, we're working on actually, he kind of kicked open a, another door for us. We're, we're going to eventually, we want to gravitate to where we're going to start allowing people to customize, um, like their, the color buckles that they use. So he, oh, really? he yeah, he's big on black and gold. So we actually had a, a gold buckle put on his belt. And, you know, right now it's a one of a kind. But, yeah, he's that that'll be, a, you know, a, a big ticket. And again, I mean, that guy's, you know, he's the, uh, you know, he, he's definitely got a massive social media following. And, oh, huge. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great, you know, and, and that's kind of what I'm targeting is, you know, uh, you know, not to ever take anything away from Cardillo. I mean, the guy, he pioneered, you know, the, the custom weight belt as we know it. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of uh, Cardillo's got a, you know, he's got a, a very good brand loyal, uh, you know, he's got a lot of brand loyalty out there. But, you know, for me is I would like to target the, you know, the younger generations that are coming into the sport. And, you know, instead of, you know, kind of again having that having a product that's going to appeal to the people that are that are going to be you know like like the jeffs of the world or the you know i mean I, we uh we sent a belt out to a uh, sadiq not too long ago oh really yeah yeah we got him on board um i think that'll be a, a good one and then uh one of my personal favorites is uh fam flex he's uh he's one of live fits cover models yeah and i mean i remember you know back in the day that guy his the uh it was a simply shredded dot com ad that, that he was all over it. It's the video or the picture of him looking down, you know, he's all chiseled up, tatted up. And uh, you know, I remember, you know, that just you know, obviously that initiated my following. You know, I've been following that guy for hell, I don't know, five, six years. And uh yeah, to to get him again, it, it's given me an opportunity to to interact with with guys that I have a lot of respect for in the industry. And, uh, you know, to know that they're going to, you know, next time they go to the gym and they're going to do some deadlifts that, you know, it's, it's one of our belts that's around their waist. And, uh, it's, uh, it's very humbling. Absolutely, man. Do you see a pretty significant spike, uh, in traffic and whatnot when one of those big influencers is wearing the belt and posts something on social media? Yeah, yeah we do. And, you know, I'll, uh, I, you know, I, I would never, I would, I would never want to, to ask them to, to, to post on social media. I mean, at this point, you know, the belts that we send out, it's, it's really, um, it's really all about them. Um, it, it's, it's their design. I mean, kind of like, you know, the belt that you have, you know, that's, that's a design that you created. So, you know, my, what well, my goal is to, to create something that's sentimental to you. And, you know, I mean that I, I'll ultimately treat everybody the same when it comes to that and uh you know it's it, w w i want my company to be secondary to the design that's on the back of it um you know I, i'm gonna i'm gonna point out that there's a gal in, in oklahoma then this one was really stood out to me still probably one of my favorites is uh uh this this poor young lady her her mother died of lung cancer and she reached out, she found a font, she, you know, she kind of knew what she wanted on the, on the belt and she wanted the white 
awareness ribbon, which is the you know the ribbon for lung cancer, and we actually put uh, the date that her mother passed on the on the ribbon, and then she we had an, a, a nice like script font we put just breathe across the back of the belt, and. I mean, that's something that is, you know, in, in my eyes, that's going to have, you know, the next time, every time she's, you know, training, you know, she's going to put that belt on and it's going to give her a whole new sense of, of purpose and motivation and, you know, hopefully every every emotion you could probably think of. And, uh, you know, that's that's what I want, you know, everybody that orders a belt from us to kind of find, you know, something that, that is, is extremely sentimental to them. And, uh, you know, again, like I, I don't really want to throw... You know, I think by default, people will just know about our company based on, you know, on the, the you know, the showcasing of, of their of their designs. Right. So, it's a win-win. And that's very cool, man. It's it's cool to, like when I walk into a gym, like I, I have this different persona, you know, it's, it's game time. Yep. And then the same thing applies to, you know, you put on a belt that, says or has a symbol of something that's you know sentimental or symbolic to you and then that game time zone just amplifies so oh, it's, absolutely it's, I, uh, it's cool i had a belt made i actually sold it at the phoenix europa um so for me I, i'm i'm obsessed with sharks and uh i guess correlating to you know to to, to comp- competing bodybuilding you know however you want to you know look at it. if you if you look at it you know a shark i mean they usually are they're honed in on one thing and one thing only you know and it's uh you know i have i've always tried to have that same mindset kind of like you said whether you're going in the gym or going up on stage you are focused on uh on on whatever goal lies ahead of you and there was a um I saw, gosh, I forgot where I saw this, but there was a an advertisement. It was a Nike ad, and it said, "Eat your enemy." And I mean, it's it's you know, it's perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Right. Um, so I had a belt made, and um, yeah, there's a there's a gentleman down in Phoenix that currently has that belt. Um, it's a it's a red lever belt, and in white we put, "Eat your enemy," and the O that was in your is actually shark jaws. And oh, uh, I like that. Yeah, if it, you could, if you go on our Instagram, it, you'll have to scroll a little ways back, but you'll see it. We showcased it. It's an awesome belt, and I was in love with it. And uh, I, um, yeah, I told myself, I said, hey, you know what? We'll take it down to Phoenix. If somebody doesn't buy it, then then I'm taking it. And that that belt, it sat on the table for maybe 20 minutes, and it was gone. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Do, do you uh, do you capture and put on Instagram every every belt that that rolls off the line or? Yeah, I try to. Um, you know, a lot of times I've actually been, uh, unfortunately, I've I've buzz killed a few uh, uh, birthday presents and Christmas presents. That uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I try to keep those lines of communication open. And you know, I'll I think we're actually eventually going to have a spot on our site that people will list if it's a gift and they don't want it showcased. Um, I I like showcasing every belt that we make because it gives people that are on the fence a chance to kind of, you know, get those creative juices flowing. Um, you know, if somebody knows that they want a custom belt, but they don't know exactly what they want, you know, if we can list, you know, 10, 20 belts that, that has all these, I mean, even the belts that I'm going to showcase today, they're all totally different. And, um, I mean, even for me, it gives me a chance to kind of think of something else that I might want. Right. And, yeah, showcasing the the creativity of others is, uh, you know, you you can't put a you can't put a dollar sign on it. It's yeah, it's definitely a valuable. It's a it's a great valuable marketing tool for us too. Yeah, and, no, definitely. Yep. 
I think I think that's awesome. I mean, I mean, when I saw my belt, you know, on the you know Instagram post before I uh-huh. even got in the mail, it just it gets you excited, you know. Yeah, honestly, Rob. I mean, my my goal is to you know it, it's that it's that feeling that you used to have when you're you know ten years old on Christmas. Yeah. When you see all the presents under the tree and you know you know and uh, it's it's you know for me it's a. Uh, it's awesome because you know when when I'll I'll send pictures you know of you know belts to, to the people that actually I just did it today to this young lady down in down in Arizona and I mean you know it, to see the reaction of people or to hear the reaction of people when they get their belts it's uh it's it's awesome because it's I feel like I'm I'm trying to reinstill that that feeling that they may you know it may have been absent for a long long time and. Uh, you know, it's it's a good feeling. If I can make a you know a thirty year old guy feel like a ten year old kid on Christmas again, then you know my my job is done. No, it's it's that's awesome, man. And like having a a custom belt with your thing on it, having like your own unique belt, and kind of like we were talking about earlier, it's just so cool. Like in the gym at, at Gold's where I work at, we have several different you know house belts basically, yeah. And they're all flimsy, and you know everybody uses them. They're all just torn to pieces. Sure. To be able to walk in with my own belt that's got my own name on it, yep. it's just cool. And and people, like I'll see people squatting or deadlifting or whatever, and I'll offer them to use my belt. You know, they try out this real belt here, yeah. and then they'll be like, "Wow, that feels totally different." You know, I need to get me one of these. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely tout y'all's belt a lot. I, I show it around to everybody. It's very much appreciated. So. Absolutely, man. Uh-huh. I mean, so I got. I don't know what generation I got, but it has the single prong, and it's the yeah, you, thirteen you, you millimeter. Got one, you got one of the OG belts, man. That's a, that is the first generation, and to know that it's it's withstanding the test of time is, uh, yeah, that's that's you know that's music to my ears. Oh yeah, for, I mean, I, I'm hard on them, man. I wear them throughout every workout, throughout the entire workout. I don't put mine on just for squats or deads. Sure, so that thing's on. Yeah, that's, and I mean, you know, the the, the thing is, that was kind of one of the you know, kind of the scary things for me is, you know, we're coming in as a brand new company, brand new product. So, you know, we don't, we really have nothing to compare against, you know, we're just kind of throwing these out there and, uh, you know, I, you know, we, we can do as much you know, research and development on our end to, to make sure that it's, it's legit. But, you know, knowing that, you know, we've been, we've been, we've had our foot on the gas for over a year now and, you know, our products are, are holding up. That's, uh, you know, it's definitely a good good sign, and I mean, you know, I, I think that it's only going to get, you know, our our product will. The, I, I guess the, I guess what I'm saying is the foundation has been built, so now it's right. just kind of like little tweaking little things here and there, and um, you know, a lot of it's going to be more, um, I guess I want to say kind of vanity driven at this point because we know that we have a belt that you can go into the gym and just you know beat the hell out of it every single day. Uh, case in point with yours. Um, so now it's just a matter of, you know, different color buckles or different color, you know, just, just different things like that. Right. And, right. No, it's, it's, it's good. And I mean, you know, the main thing for me is, uh, you know, I want to keep our turnaround time reasonable. You know, we quote seven to 10 business days and, um, you know, that, that allows, you know, it, you know, these days, you know, I, I don't want to order something and then forget that I ordered it and have to wait for, you know, three or four months to get it. Yeah, I think so, that's one of y'all's competitive advantages for sure. Since yeah. you're doing the the screen printing, y'all get it in and out quick. Yeah, yeah, we try to get yep. And um, you know, as as we grow as a company, um, you know, it's 
we're definitely going to do, you know, even if we have to, you know, keep hiring more employees and have more workstations, you know, I want to keep that seven to 10 day uh, turnaround where you know, exactly where it is. Yeah. And we, we've got a, we're starting to get a lot of traction on the, on a global level too, which is kind of nice. I mean, we're shipping belts to, um, gosh, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, um, got it, had a couple, I have a handful going to the UK. So getting that traction. And, uh, for me, you know, I, I used to work for bodybuilding.com. I was a logistics guy with bodybuilding.com. So I'm able to carry over, you know, a lot of the, you know, what I had learned there and right. Shipping belts is a lot easier than shipping supplements. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yep. Now, logistics is cool, man. It's cool to see you expand outside just the, the U.S., you know? Because, I mean, yep. you tap into the other markets and it's just, I mean, your, your business model is solid. It's proven. So, just keep expanding. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the name of the game. And, you know, eventually what I want to do, uh, we're, you know, we, we want to work on like a YouTube channel and I want to get as much uh you know, as many videos of, of our, of our people, you know, you being included, you know, of, of training videos and, um, you know, eventually have everything edited, you know, put some cool music to it and just have a, you know, just a, you know, essentially like a collaboration of a bunch of just people getting at it with our belts. And as we get big enough, uh, I want to start doing like, um, almost like a gym tour to where, you know, you know, obviously say we, you know, we make it up to Spokane and, you know, we know that we have a, a pretty decent size, uh, you know, base in Spokane of people that have our belts, you know, that we all show up at a gym and, uh, you know, have a, have a, you know, whatever, just do a bunch of deadlifts or squats or whatever. And, uh, have a little get together, do some filming, you know, whatever. And that'd be awesome, man. Yeah. That's, Count that's good. Yeah, definitely. I figured you might like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel and whatnot with Keto Savage and YouTube and videos where it's at. You know, like podcasts is great. Uh, you know, written words great, but to see on video, I mean, that's 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 important right there. You know, so a YouTube yep. channel would be good for y'all for sure. Sure. No, definitely. It's, it's it needs to happen. <laughs> So. It's just it's so involved, man. Like I started my YouTube channel and I got a, a decent camera and I'm like having to learn how to use, you know, Adobe Premiere and and audio. It's just you know, it's just amazing. The more you the more you learn, the more you realize you do not have a clue. You oh, know, sure. no, it, it's it's crazy. It's it's fun to learn though. I'm enjoying the process. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to. You know, I have, we have a we have a graphic designer, and then we have a, a web designer. He's a he's an electrical engineer is what he went to school for. But you know, he knows web design very well. And yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to learn, get the ins and outs of what all these guys are doing. And it's it's a totally different language. I mean, it's just a uh, you know, I, I try to I always tell him, you know, speak speak meathead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to understand what you guys are saying, but. Uh, you know, it's okay. We, we keep them where they need to be. And, you know, I've, I'm blessed in the fact that, uh, you know, I feel like we've, we've assembled a, a very good team. Um, everybody plays their strengths very well. And, you know, thankfully, you know, we all, we all get along pretty well. And, how many, uh, uh, how many of y'all got on the team now? So right now, uh, there's actually one of our, we're starting another employee out tomorrow, but, um, so there will be, there will be four of us right now. So yeah, still pretty tight knit and um that's good though yeah it it is and i mean you know just like any new business it's that uh it's that balancing act and and you know it's all a game i mean you got to know you know where to put your chips and and when to put your chips in and when to pull them out um 
you know, and that's that's been you know to me the the, the most important part is the fact that we have we have a product that we know people like and i mean that's you know you know as well as i do that's that's really hard to uh that, that's that's the x factor you know mm-hmm. i mean we build this giant business model and have a you know giant warehouse and all this stuff and if if people don't like it then we're wasting our time so <laughs> right absolutely yeah um what uh what have what have you found to be your best source of like marketing from the beginning, like what what have what's really worked for you to get the the word out? Um, you know, I, I initially um, Instagram's been a great tool. Um, you know, it's just pictures, the power of pictures, and um, for me, it's uh, you know, it, it's it's been great. As you know, like I said, I can I can show you know lineups of belts that we're working on, and then I mean, the best thing is is that typically. You know, the, the first thing that I, what I would hope is that once somebody re- receives their belt, you know, they're, it's their design. You know, as I said before, it's their, I would only assume that they would want to showcase what they've done. Right. You know, we've just made it possible. And, um, you know, I, I, for me, like I can't think enough all the people that, that go on and regularly post pictures and tag us in them and, you know, showcase their belts because, I mean, that's, that's priceless to me. And, you know, as, as we move forward, you know, I, I've always been very, uh, you know, I I always like to reward people that, that have, you know, helped us. And, you know, if, if people are always tagging us and showcasing us all the time, you know, once we get, you know, this plane a little bit higher in the air, you know, I'm going to start just kicking out just random, you know, swag packages of, you know, paint destroyer shirts and hats and, you know, whatever, or, or, you know, single people out for, if we're demoing a new product, uh, we got, we have gym bags coming that we're working on and they're going to be, you know, you you know, like the old school, like seventies duffel bag. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's, that's what we're working on next. And, um, they're going to be awesome. I mean, it's going to, it's going to go hand in hand with kind of, you know, our, our business model. It's going to be something you can just beat the hell out of it, get chalk all over it, whatever. And, um, yeah, you all did duffel bags for a while before, right? Cause I think Nick, my workout partner at the time had, had got yep. one from y'all. He did. He did. And I, I still have, I still have one of those. I use it every day and I, I like it. It's just, um, you know, right now there's just a, there's just a lot of the same style of bags floating around right now. And I mean, and I, I don't know, there's just something about it that I, I always catch myself going back to the, the old school stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know if you saw that we, we brought the, uh, the arm blasters back mm-hmm. and I mean that, you know, we, we took those down to the Phoenix Europa and we, we ran out of those. I actually sold my, I had a prototype for myself that I had been using it had chalk all over it and, you know, some dude wanted to buy it from me and I was like, Hey man, I go, this is, you know, this is mine. And I, it's been used. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I have to have one of those. I love it. He's like, I have to do those for years and I want it, you know, so I sold it to him, you know? And, um, so yeah, it, like once we start, you know, bringing back new, you know, new products, um, definitely I'll, I want to single out people that have been, that have been with us for a while and that have always shown love in our, on our direction, you know, we'll, we'll return the favor and take care of them. And, Very nice. Uh, that's what it's all about building that community, you know, and yep. and uh, you know, really engaging with the with the people that you know you're providing for. Yeah, uh, and dude, Instagram is just—it's been such a powerful tool for that. It's uh, 
you know, it's great because it's, you know, like I said, not only do we, will we showcase on the front end, but then when the customer gets it you know, on the back end, then they'll usually recycle either what, what we've done or they'll, you know, put their belt on and right. you know, they'll, they'll showcase it too. So social media is a, it's a very powerful tool. I mean, it it's, is. And on a global scale, you know, it's it's just you can't, you know, you, you really can't filter who's going to see your pictures. So for us, I mean, it's great. You know, we, we don't want, you know, we, we obviously at this point we can ship belts almost anywhere. So, um, you know, a lot of people hit us up asking if we can ship to like APOs or FPOs for military. And yeah, I mean, it's never been a problem. You know, we get, we get like I said, they, they go all over the place. So oh, that's that's awesome. Um, social media, like. I used to pride myself on not knowing how to use computers or social media. I was just good old country boy, you know. Yeah. And then I decided I was going to get into business, and it's like this is business, you know. Yeah. You have yep. to have it. And the cool thing about social media is it just forces a, a brand or a business to become completely transparent. You know, you can't hide behind a cloak because if you do, the people on you know the social networks will blast you out on it, you know, in a oh, negative light. So you have to be providing value. There's no doubt, especially in this day and age, man. There's yeah, everybody's. Um, you know, yeah, it's, uh, and that, that's the other thing too, is that, you know, I want, you know, I not only want to build up that hype for, you know, for our customers on the front end, but I want them to, to get their belt and be so satisfied with it. that They're going to go tell, you know, just like you said, you take it to the gym and people are trying it out. Like I want it to be flawless. Mm-hmm. It's like, here it is. We got nothing to hide. This is it. You know, um, you know, we, uh, that's huge because if somebody gets their belt and they're just like, eh, it's okay. It's kind of, I kind of thought it would be a little bit better than this, you know, then, then, you know, that they're not going to have the incentive to, to showcase it to anybody. Right. Right. What's, uh, what's been the feedback on that lever belt? Cause that's, that's a pretty new development. I need to get one of those. I, I changed my logo. So I'm probably going to get the lever belt with the new logo. Okay. Oh, Hey, you know, you know where to find it. So, um, the feedback on the lever belt has been good. I've actually, I've bumped down to the, uh, all the belts we have right now have been, uh, have been 10 millimeter belts, not 10 13. Millimeter. Yeah. We, we, we sat on a lot of the 13 millimeter belts. Um, and I'm sure you, you probably were faced with this, you know, from the, from the very beginning when you got yours, those 13 millimeter belts are really hard to break in. They're stiff. They are. For sure. Yeah. But now that I've had it and, and just yep. lifted it every single day, like it's conformed to my rib cage, my body, it's it's perfect. You know, I oh. wouldn't want a lighter belt probably. You, exactly. Yep. You probably wouldn't want anything else. And, uh, you know, we, we've, um, you know, like I said, and we, we can definitely, most definitely still carry the 13 millimeter belt. I usually push those to like a kind of a special order. I just don't, you know, I don't stock up on those. But, um, you know, the, the 10 millimeter belts have been good. Now, this is a... Uh, this is where things get a little tricky with the lever belts is, and this is actually something we're working on as well, is getting the the nod from all of the um, associations like the, you know, the, what is it, the USAPL, mm-hmm. like the USP, you know, all the different powerlifting, you know, affiliations. Um, because a lot of people, you know, obviously whatever belt they have, if they're a competing powerlifter, they want to be able to have that belt on, you know, in whatever competition they're doing. So once we get all of the, you know, the approval from all these different, you know, various organizations, we can, um, 
yeah, then, then our belts will be anybody could use them at any time. But um, yeah, the, the powerlifting community is is a uh, is slightly different. Um, we've you know we traditionally kind of went in you know the tapered belt was our our first you know our first skew, and uh, that was kind of towards you know just a lot of the everyday you know whether you're a physique competitor or bikini competitor or whatever. Um, so the lever belts have just slowly started gaining traction um which actually that the belts that we we're going to be shipping out this week i think we have like five or six of them on deck which is very rare um but we will uh i think once we get approval with all these other organizations then i think it's just going to set another fire because it's going to be an opportunity again within well within the guidelines every every company has a slightly different you know there's only so much you can have on the belt or you know it can only be your you know a certain logo or something like that but they're getting they're loosening up a little bit but yeah i think that'll be give us a huge opportunity to break break into the powerlifting community and that's that's quite the community they're, they're like fierce fierce loyal community so if you could break yeah. into that you know it'd oh, be good I, for sure Dude, I mean, you know, right there, you got you got SBD, you got Enzer. I mean, you got some, you know, they're that's it's tough company for sure. Mm-hmm. And companies have have had a, a brand loyal follow, following for for years and years and years. And uh, it, it's kind of funny when a uh, long time ago, I I was pitching my idea. This is when it was very grassroots to a friend of mine, and. He had. Uh, I asked him. I said, "Hey, man. I go. I'm, I'm working on a. You know, this this idea. And uh, I said that um, I, I wanted to throw him a, a custom belt. You know. And I go. I know you're into powerlifting. I go. We can. We could probably do a lever belt for you. And he's like, Oh man. He's like, It's cool. He's, he goes. I already have a custom belt. It's an Inzer. And I was like, Oh really? And, and I at the time I was unaware that Inzer was doing that. I go. What What are they? You know, and and what he was allowed to do as far as the customization on the belt, he's able to pick the color of the belt. Yeah, that's that's and, all it is to to my knowledge as well, right. just the color. And which is which is fine. And you know, I so he wasn't at the time he wasn't picking up what I was putting down. And I'm like, dude, no, you can you can do anything you want on this. And um, it's kind of funny that he's a he's a big uh, John Claude Van Damme fan. Mm-hmm actually have some we're, we're working on a pretty cool belt for him and it's got like a couple like cartoons they're like almost like caricatures of van damme there's like one from blood sport and one from kickboxer and we're gonna yeah we're gonna make them a pretty pretty sweet belt <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome man that's awesome so, it'll be cool and um but yeah man it, it's a, i think the powerlifting community will be good i i think uh what i'm really excited about and what we're getting a really good response from is a lot of the um a lot of the women out there, you know, there's there's a lot of young ladies out there that are now realizing the benefits of a weight belt, and you know we're we're able to kind of make it to where it's uh, you know a little bit more, um, you know, we have the pink belts and we have white belts, and you know we're getting we're getting better with the the style of print that we use, and you know I think that'll be a really good market for us, and you know women, you know we we live in the the age of uh, you know all the all the girls out there trying to build up their booties, so yeah. You know, Maybe more do those squats, you know, and deadlifts. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and uh, a a hot seller on our site has been the the she squats belt. I don't know if you saw that one, but it's a hashtag she squats, and it has the, <laughs> the peach emoji next to it. Man, the thing's been. I bet that bet that's popular for sure. Yeah, we've been burning through them. So very nice. Do you think um, you'll ever start marketing towards uh, other brands or companies per se, where like you would do? 
um, like a batch order for a bunch of that logo or that brand or that company for all their employees or whatever? Absolutely. Um, and that, that's, um, so right now we're, we're partners with a uh, military muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out of Phoenix. Awesome. Awesome group. I mean, they're, they're just, uh, yeah, they're, they're probably one of our first, uh, real like solidified partners and i mean they're just a just a good group of people i couldn't say a bad thing about any of them and um yeah so we we do so basically we uh, we wholesale to them and uh so they have a it's a black and white you know military muscle belt and you know they've they've obviously groomed themselves into a a really good successful company and uh yeah we we run belts through them uh rise above fitness we we actually have like a we're kind of like a dropship vendor for them, so uh, as as belt as belt orders come into them, they forward them on to us, and then you know we fill those orders accordingly. And then the, the one of the the bigger kind of I guess feathers in my cap just because he's a, he's a local guy here and he's you know he's a got a huge huge um, international following is Chris Gethin. I don't know if you're familiar with Chris, but um, yeah he's a, so he has caged muscle which is yeah. his brand. Yeah, and we um, we just did a, a stack of belts for them, and then we're we're working on on a bunch more. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be these, these next belts we're working on are they're going to make a splash. Uh, he has his coin term uh, knowledge without mileage is bullshit. I don't know if you've heard of that. Or seen I like that. It's nice. So it's going to have the caged muscle on the top, and then it's going to have that hashtag below it. And they look good. They look clean. Um, and yeah, so we're, we're in a sense kind of wholesaling to them as well. And, you know, that's, that's kind of my, my main goal is to target, you know, the, the businesses because, um, you know, if you have a company like, well, let's just take LiveFit for instance, you know, cause they're, you know, they're the, they're the Nike of the fitness industry. Um, you know, if you, if we were to make a, a, a live fit belt for them, I mean, you know, that it's, it's more or less, what is that, uh, logo worth? Right. I mean, we would essentially make the belt, you know, sell it to them for, you know, a pretty reasonable wholesale price. And then they could, they could turn it around. They could sell it for whatever they want. And I mean, that's, that's kind of my long-term goal is to mix in with a lot of the, uh, you know, I want to look at us as like kind of a neutral, you know, I mean, we could pair up with, you know, clothing companies, we could pair up with supplement companies. We, we've made, you know, warrior fuel belts in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, and, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the flex nutrition belts. That's a, a local uh, nutrition store here in Boise. And, you know, they all, all the belts, they have flex nutrition belts that are in their store that. Yeah. Every, I saw that line. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's dude, it's awesome. Every time I go into the gym around here, I'll see those flex nutrition belts all over the place. And, it's kind of funny that there was one guy I went up to. I didn't know him, and he he had actually some of our wrist straps, and he had a belt. And I, I asked him, I'm like, hey, dude, I was like, how do you like that stuff? And he's like, oh man, he goes, their stuff's awesome. He's like, you should check them out. <laughs> uh, you know, I, t- I was like, hey man, well, I go actually, I go, I'm 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 the owner of the company, and that yeah, was cool, kind of. It makes you feel good inside, doesn't it? Yeah, I, and I it, it's exactly it played out exactly how I wanted it to. I kind of wanted to come up as a as a consumer and see you know what what the reality of it was, and see if this guy is like, oh, it's okay, you know, I'm not crazy, but no, he was he was singing our praises, man, and uh, it was awesome. You know, I shook his hand, and I told him, you know, that was like, thanks for your business, and yeah, it was uh, definitely humbling on on both sides for sure. When when you can know that that the people that are using your equipment are like adamantly impressed with it 
and they know there's no like hidden agenda or message, you know, and, and speak highly of it. That, that's a good sign for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Well, so, I, I can definitely vouch for it on my end. That's no doubt about that. Much I, I do beat it up for sure. That's good. Yeah. That's I uh, wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll keep that whole wholesaling thing in mind. I'll build this Keto Savage brand up and I'll get yeah. a Keto Savage line going. Absolutely. No, well, you know, you know, we'll take care of you. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Darren, I can sit here and talk business with you all day long, but we've we're right out about an hour now for this podcast. So, okay, it flies by. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, that definitely do this again sometime. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate the the opportunity to be on the show, man. And yeah, you just let me know. I certainly will, man. It's been great talking with you. And uh, go out and get some more business, man. Yeah, I most certainly will. And uh, you know where to find us when you're ready. What, what, what's a real quick, what's a, a good way for anybody else to get in contact with you after sure. listening to this? Like, what's your social media channels and whatnot? So the our, our Instagram channel, it's just our company name. It's just Aesthetics. And then uh, any any inquiries. So obviously our website is, is Aesthetics.com. And um, on there, you know, the, probably the best email, it's, uh, it's info at Aesthetics.com. Okay. Yeah, that'll that'll come right through to us, and yeah, we 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 try to make our response time pretty good, and you know, if if we're really unsure of something, you know, we'll usually just call, you know, call people, have that conversation, make sure that we, you know, we know exactly what they want. So perfect, perfect. Yeah, man. All right, well, I will uh, put that on the the blog post and the podcast, so people will be able to get in touch with you for sure. Awesome, sounds good, man. All right, Darren, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, Rob, as always. So.